Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about leaving it. As many of you know, I do a lot of ministry in Mexico, and one of my favorite places to share there is in the Puerto Vallarta area. We've been working there for over 30 years and have watched our friend Saul Gonzalez and his son, Pastor Saul Rivera's network of churches grow and expand up and down the Bandera space, 300 miles of coastline and to cities beyond. There's a genuine move of God going on in the Puerto Vallarta area. And by the way, if you'd like to help us, we do depend on regular monthly missions partners to fund these trips. We go all over the world evangelizing, teaching, and training. So if you feel a connection with us and would like to help, just head over to davidstermanministries.org and click the donate link. Anyway, PV, as the locals call it, is also a major tourist destination. And on a recent ministry trip there, I had an enlightening experience. A Canadian tourist dog walked over to me and started sniffing my hand. In response, his owner ordered, leave it. The dog instantly complied, shrinking back in humility. I was amazed. What a crisp, clean, effective command. I'd never heard it before, but figured it must have something to do with obedience school. I've never taken a dog to obedience school, and sometimes it showed in my pets. So how would I know, right? But anyway, I really needed to see this. Since at home I have a wild, rowdy Maltese puppy named Mia who was always getting into things she shouldn't. She's not as rowdy now as she was because she's learning. But have you ever had a Maltese puppy? A friend described hers as a sweet nightmare. Said it was like owning a jackrabbit that escaped all the time and you couldn't catch. So fast and so much energy. Those were her words. Well, yeah, Mia is fast so fast that she catches birds in flight and brings them into the house. And like most puppies, she also has a talent for getting into things she shouldn't. Right now, since it's the first of the year, she's kind of into chewing on the Christmas tree. And until I learned to utilize this powerful command, leave it, I had a hard time controlling her. Thing is, we finally took Mia to obedience school where they drilled this into her. And it's so cool how you can say it in such an ominous manner, like, leave it, which makes it much more effective than the simple generic no. Anyway, Mia is finally beginning to catch on. But guess what? God actually says something like that himself to keep us out of things we shouldn't be into. That is, things that could hurt and hinder us. You know, like crime, adultery, etc. But also some other things. Things that aren't as glaring, noticeable, or moral but equally destructive. I talked about some of this in my previous podcast, but I want to reiterate here because it's so important. In Philippians 3, Paul says, this one thing I do. Now, catch that one thing because, you know, big deal. He says, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So where's the leave it? What's he telling us to leave? Basically, he's telling us that if we want to move forward into a better future, if we want our life to go upward, we're going to have to forget what's behind us. He's telling us to leave the past in the past, to stop reliving old memories in our heads. Not the good stuff, of course, just the bad, the discouraging stuff. We're going to have to quit mulling over that stuff, the hurts, the failures, 
the betrayals, the that's not fair things that Satan is continually trying to remind us of. And we're going to want to start looking forward to the good stuff, the good things that God has in store for us. In other words, when it comes to all those negative things, we need to just leave it. Now, notice that Paul says, stop doing that and do this instead. What he's talking about here is replacement, and that's important. If I say, don't think about a blue elephant, all you can see in your head is a blue elephant. But if I say, think about a red elephant, poof, the blue one's gone. So if I say to Mia, leave it, the Christmas tree, and then give her a toy to play with, now she's thinking about the toy instead of the tree. And in the same way, Paul says, forget what's behind and look to what's ahead. Oh, and another important point. Nobody likes to be told not to do something. But in this case, we're actually being told not to do something that's yucky that we wouldn't want to do anyway. Something we really don't enjoy doing. None of us likes dwelling on the hurts and pains of the past. I mean, what fun is that? It's just a downer. And here, God is telling us, you're free. You don't have to think about these things anymore. You can think about nicer things. And the amazing thing about that is, thinking about the nicer things actually helps bring the nicer things into reality in our lives. It's the principle of vision, and you know about that. And we do want the nicer things. We want to go forward. But here's the point. I believe it was Kenneth Hagin who said, you'll never get anywhere tied to the hitching post of the past. And it's true. We've all been through this COVID mess, not to mention the ridiculous overreactions and draconious regulations that it's literally brought upon the whole world. A lot of money and opportunity has been lost, right? People's jobs and income suffered, and that was unfair. Or maybe you've encountered personal challenges this past year, like sickness, betrayal, or whatever. Do we want to keep thinking about this stuff all the time? Or do we want to get past it and move forward? I mentioned this scripture in my last podcast because it's such a powerful promise. Proverbs 4.18 promises that the path of the righteous will be like the light of dawn that grows brighter and brighter till the full day. That's what I want. I'm all over that. And that's what I want to think about instead of a bunch of sad, disappointing, negative stuff. Hopes and dreams and great expectations and all the good stuff we're going to do this year. So remember what Paul said about all that crummy junk in the past. Don't dwell on it. Leave it. Set your mind on the good things. What's above and not what's below. What's enjoyable, not what's distressing. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So he becomes. Besides, God is bigger than the past, and he's well able to redeem it. He'll fix everything that's been broken and make things better than they've ever been before if we'll just get our eyes off of all that junk and look to and claim the bright future God promises. Somebody once said, the future is as bright as the promises of God, and the promises of God are pretty bright. So I'm in. Are you with me? Let's expect this year to have our best year yet. Hey, thanks for listening to my Up podcast. If you'd like to hear more, just click the subscribe button. And I hope you have an up day all the way. David Stearman Ministries International is a missionary ministry. 
we work to take the good news of Jesus wherever we can, from the jungles of South America to Mexico to the Philippines, over the European continent and places beyond. And we'd love it if you'd partner with us in this task. Offerings can be made online at davidstermanministries.org. Thanks so much for helping us help others.